0: Hey everyone, I'm JR, and this is one of Mike's mini history lessons. History is awesome. If you're listening to this podcast, I can only assume you think so too. Some history is heartbreaking, some is uplifting. Some history is a long tale, some not so much. We like to try to do our best to take even an in-depth history lesson and keep them short enough that anyone can enjoy them. Whether you're in a car, on a walk, or pretending to do work at your desk, you know who you are. But some history lessons aren't really lessons, they're more like fun facts. So here are the pieces of history that Mike determined were too short for a full episode, even for us. Paul Revere never actually said the British are coming. The mission to warn rebels of the oncoming invasion by British forces in Boston is famous. Visit Boston and walk the freedom trail to recreate his path. The story goes, he warned Minutemen of the oncoming threat so they could use their arms to fight the British by riding on horseback, shouting the British are coming. Issue is this was the beginning of the revolutionary war. Most Americans consider themselves British so that would have seemed odd. Also, the mission was a stealth mission since it was not clear who was loyal to the crown. The Olympics used to reward medals in art. The conversation of what is a sport and is it wide enough spread to be an Olympic sport is constantly being debated. Is chess an Olympic sport? What about curling, darts, billiards, bowling, baseball? What about video games? And how about skateboarding? These are all real sports being debated. Once upon a time, tug-of-war was an Olympic sport. However, from 1912 to 1948, the Olympic Games held competitions in the fine arts. Medals were given for literature, architecture, sculpture, painting, and music. Naturally, the art created was required to be Olympic-themed. According to the founder of the modern Olympics, Pierre de Fridi, the addition of the arts was necessary because the ancient Greeks used to hold art festivals alongside the Games. Before the art events were eventually removed, 151 medals were awarded. Napoleon was once overrun by an attack from... Bunny Rabbits Once upon a time, the famous conqueror Napoleon Bonaparte was attacked by bunnies. The emperor had requested that a rabbit hunt be arranged for himself and his men. His chief of staff set it up and had men round up reportedly 3,000 rabbits for the occasion. When the rabbits were released from their cages, the hunt was ready to go. At least, that was the plan. But the bunnies charged towards Bonaparte and his men in a vicious and unstoppable onslaught, and some people believed that Waterloo was Napoleon's greatest defeat. Women in the United States were once banned from smoking in public. In 1908, New Yorker Katie Mulcahy was arrested for striking a match against a wall and lighting a cigarette. Why? Why? because this was a violation of the Sullivan Ordinance, a city law banning women, and only women, from smoking in public. During her hearing at the district court, Mulcahy argued about her rights to smoke cigarettes in public. She was fined $5. Two weeks later, the Sullivan Ordinance was vetoed by New York City's mayor. The government literally Poisoned Alcohol During Prohibition Prohibition was a period during the 1920s in the United States during which all production and sale of alcohol was completely banned. It was once even a constitutional amendment. During Prohibition in the United States, the U.S. government literally poisoned alcohol. When people continued to consume alcohol despite its banning, law officials got frustrated and decided to try a different kind of deterrent death. They ordered the poisoning of industrial alcohols manufactured in the United States, which were products regularly stolen by bootleggers. By the end of Prohibition in 1933, the federal poisoning program is estimated to have killed at least 10,000 people. Not sure how that was legal. Or at least that's the lesson you would get if Mike was your history teacher.